Okay, Maria, how how's What If? That new oh, Marvel God. show. Oh, God. Is this what we're starting with today? Yeah. You chose violence is what you did. <laughs> I woke up and chose violence today. You chose today. violence. Um, ugh. Ugh. I mean, at least Which the is... episode that, I, that we saw together, James, that I uh, made you yeah. watch while I fought with a Minecraft server. Um... <laughs> Uh, yes, we do indeed hang out uh, in between these things. Yeah, we are For in some fact reason. friends. Yeah, who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? Bizarre. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, God. At least the Captain Carter one was really disappointing. <laughs> at least it was disappointing at least like i haven't seen the other ones that's what i'm saying so at least this one the, the captain carter mm-hmm. one was mm-hmm. disappointing I, I haven't seen any of the other ones so i don't know if they're good or bad i mean the one after that looked really boring i guess i mean i don't remember what it would have been about it was like... black panther but he's star lord yeah, it's. I mean, I don't know what what the backstory is for him becoming Star Lord. Star Lord. So eh. he got abducted by Yondu instead of Peter Quill. I mean, yes, but like Peter Quill got abducted because his mom died. So. Right. Yeah, because his dick of a dad was like, "Hey, get my kid," but I'm not gonna pay you. Oh my god. Or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. I don't remember. It's not important. Point being. Um, yes. What was I saying? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I haven't seen that one, so I don't know if it's good or bad or whatever, but... Do you really care? No, I mean... Eh. I had kind of hopes for Captain Carter because I had seen the Carter series and even in the first mm. like Captain America movie... Uh, Agent Carter is a really, really cool character. Like, she's very well written. She's very well portrayed. She's very well done. Her and, like, um, uh, Steve Rogers' relationship is very well developed in the sense of it's not, like... Like, she, it's it's not this weird, like, he, you know, it's not that he's attracted to her because she's the only girl around, right? Like, and it's not like she's attracted to him because he's just a dude. It's, there's a little, like, camaraderie and, like, that kind of stuff happening in the movie. And then even after that, like, in, in the show, there's a lot of, like, development and ideas that go into Captain Carter that is just completely eradicated <laughs> in 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 but this Maria, episode. She's Captain America. She's got the shield and everything. Didn't she I see? Mean, but she's and not she though, because she doesn't get the same like she doesn't get any of the propaganda videos. She doesn't get any of the propaganda no. posters. She doesn't get to go on no. those weird tours. No. She doesn't get to like do anything except like. No maybe every now and again going out and even then steve rogers is still around in his weird souped up suit that um question stark makes oh yeah that whole thing yeah the the whole episode is isn't what if uh peggy carter was captain america it's what if tony star or that tony what if steve rogers was iron man yeah that's the real story it's it's just such a weird like (laughs) i don't know and again, like, but 
Tony Stark's dad's like character is also kind of flawed because like that's not how he's supposed to be like way more charismatic and a lot more like smooth talky and he's not at all even a little bit like they completely fail that and like Peggy Carter is very quote-unquote soft I guess which is not what she is supposed to be she's supposed to be this like yeah, you is know, this no soft nonsense. as in like, like S-O-F-T or is this soft as in S-A-W-F-T? What is what is the difference? There's a very big difference, Maria. Oh, no. One is for fabric and one is for people. I, I, what? <laughs> as in like she's very, she's very like loosey-goosey and like doesn't really put her foot down until like very much at the end. Whereas like in the movie, her foot is constantly down. She's done with everyone's bullshit. She gives zero f**ks what you could think. Um, anyway. I did This it. was a poor decision on my part to start yes, with it was. this. Yes, it was. Really quick question. And not like they needed to put it in, but did you see a single, like, Nazi symbol that is very familiar no, to most people? No, there was no, no, other than there being, like, German soldiers. That's it. Like, right. I'm I mean, to it's not like they have to put it in. It was, I just thought of, like, huh, wait, there was no, uh, well, you know what I'm talking about. Well, I don't even remember if they had armbands and stuff either. No, usually they, they didn't. Had ar- they have like armbands and stuff yeah, on yeah, there. Yeah, the classic armbands. How know, do you? The the Nazis were very good at branding. Yeah, how do you omit something like that? Hold on, I'm checking it right now. Uh oh, they wanted to sell it in Germany, <laughs> which. Okay, I guess that makes sense. It doesn't. Not really. Like. I mean, but, like, it's not like other movies have, or, like, shows have removed, like, the symbol just because they wanted it to air in Germany, like. No. Not really. Hold on, hold on. I mean, it's been a while since they've had to do that, I think. During the 2000s, there were a lot of, like, well, you know, the first-person shooter boom that Mm -hmm. happened. There were a lot of games that had to remove uh, Nazi paraphernalia mm-hmm. for the German release and replace it with just like a red color, basically. I don't even know. Some of them couldn't even say the word Nazi in the game, I think. Uh huh. For a World War II game. Right. It's, yeah, it's there crazy. is mostly only Hydra symbols. There's no Nazi yeah. symbols, not even on, like, their armbands or anything. Like, the regular soldiers' armbands. Right. I mean, like, I don't know how to feel about that, Maria. It wouldn't be the first time that Disney shot away from Nazi symbolism in, uh... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't... Hello, Walt. Yeah, like, it wouldn't be oh, the first God. time where the, they removed all the uh, Nazi symbology from uh, the uh, from Scar's, like, whole sequence in uh, in the live-action bit. Oh, yeah, there's the Stormtrooper, yeah. Uh, but that's one of, like, the best scenes, though. It's a very good scene. They... they don't even get me started. They totally yeah. Okay, I'm not gonna that. get you started. Anyway, my point being, like, yeah, I don't know. Peggy Carter could have been way cooler. They just didn't 
do a good job. They they oh biffed. They all totally that to just say it. that it's bad. They biffed it. They it's not even just bad. It is look if something is just straight up bad, like it is bad from roots to from like conception to follow through then you're just like yeah okay that started off bad so you know but when mm-hmm. there's potential and then you biff it completely to tell a bland ass like performative feminism performative. story <laughs> then then you it said is, it not it is me to be way worse it is completely performative there's so much performative <laughs> feminism in in all of the marvel like cinematic verse yeah pretty much every movie basically and they still biff it and they still biff, well yeah because it's performative like it's not gonna, well yeah i guess yeah if you through, right if like, you don't have any like actual knowledge base on feminist theory and critique of media then you're you're going to fall straight into the well of like well that and also like it's not even like it's being done in good faith right they're not even like trying no, to yeah. do it in good faith like the thing like that's what that's what happened what happened with captain marvel like the reason captain america is so near and dear to people's hearts is that well other than like in the marvel cinematic universe is because he got like three movies before yes. or like three solo three solo two or three solo movies Plus, event he the got Avenger two movies. solo movies. He got two so he solo got movies. Two solo movies. Yeah. and then Civil War. And then Civil War. Yeah, and and so there was all of this build up for his character. He he was a character that had a backstory, and you know all he of had that. pathos. He wants yeah, he needs had, even. Yeah, he had all of that. Whereas for Captain Marvel, there was none of that. You start off with her and freaking amnesia like there's none of that there's no build-up there's no like bonding between any of her of her like uh you know character with uh, of her character with other characters there's none of that like you have bucky and captain and like steve rogers having this like amazing relationship that's like articulated through that movie but you don't get any of that with captain marvel you don't like it you well, you no. are told that she has a best friend from the air force. <laughs> That's it. Wait, what? And, and and she and then she goes to her friend's place to like hold up for a little while. And that's basically it. That's all you've got. Um and so you're kind of just and sitting there wondering what the hell's going on. Like why is this a thing? Like what are we doing here? Why and then, and then you're supposed to mm-hmm. look at her with the same regard that you look at Captain America. It's not going to happen. Right. You didn't give her the same justice that you gave Captain America. He got three whole movies. You want us to love her because she had one movie where she kicked some butt? Like, they all kick uh, butt. Give us something <laughs> else. I think they even falter when they even try to do it, like, uh, with WandaVision. It's... WandaVision. I haven't seen WandaVision, so... Well, I haven't seen Captain Marvel, so... Yeah, that's fair. We're even there. But it's just, like, her whole... The whole point of the the damn show is her relationship to a man. Yeah, and again, a like... A dead man. My po- Yeah, and, and again, like, there's nothing inherently wrong with that in and of itself. But right. just with regard to how few female characters there are in the marvel cinematic universe and how many of them 
lose or are depowered in some way. And then you have the only like real story that focuses on a woman, like a real thought out story that focuses on one of the female characters. It is still her focusing on a dude and, you know, very stereotypically things that women are supposed to do things, you know, which is something that you already see a shit ton of everywhere. And then the only other characters that aren't, that are either way too powerful so you can't connect with them captain marvel or somebody who's dead black widow oh jeez. ah <laughs> oh, god and what? like you have you, yeah. like they have an i don't know like what they're gonna do with because they they were saying there's but like chatter Maria. about like shuri shuri being the new captain uh, like not yeah, uh, the Black Panther, new Black Panther. Yeah. So, yeah, how like, what, gonna do. what are they going to do there, and whether or not that's going to be oh, done it's gonna in good suck. faith? They're going to strip all of her like fun character bits. Well, out. that's the thing though, because that's what made her character so great. She was very eccentric. She was sassy. She was all of that. But mm. uh, here's here's the thing, Maria. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Why are we talking about this? I don't know. Why are we, you started this? <laughs> you opened this rabbit hole. You opened this can of worms. Now lay in it. I'm going to have to. But Maria. Yes. Maria, didn't you cry when all of the all of the women of the Marvel Cinematic Universe teamed up together and punched Thanos uh, for a second? No, not really. No, no. You, you didn't just shed a bunch of tears as as the women as uh, what's her face Pepper turned into danger. Oh my and god! And then it's just and then Valkyrie ca- and then uh, thing ha- Wanda was there and um uh and then that was it and then Captain Ma- Captain Marvel came in for like five seconds. Yeah, I <laughs> and mean, then the end. Look, anyway. the only female character who I would give props to is, um, fuck, what's her name? Gamora's sister, uh, Nebula. She's literally the only person in that whole movie, the in the in the cinematic well, universe, that has a genuinely interesting arc to watch. Well, what? Yeah, kinda. Pretty She's much. literally the only person. Like, <laughs> even, like, Gamora had an, a really good arc in Guardians of the Galaxy, but after that, there's nothing else to her, yeah. really. Gamora was fun in Guardians 1. Yeah, Gamora was great in Guardians 1. I fucking, I freaking loved her. But then, you know, after that, she was just like, all right, I'm all here. Right. My dad's trying to take over the world or whatever, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. All right, it's twenty minutes in. I'm cutting this. Sh- I'm cutting this discussion now because we gotta right, get to the main fine. topic. Fine, but you did this. You started. Insert this. theme song. And we're back. This is. Not a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Yeah, yeah, this I know. Is... I know we gave you guys some mixed signals there, and we apologize for that. But uh, hey, I will never indeed. apologize, except for right now. I apologize. 
Uh-huh. Anyway, this is Hell in a Cell. We're an animation podcast hosted by me, James, and that's Maria. Hi. We watch an episode of a cartoon and then talk about it. This is Super September, where we only watch good things. Maria. Well, are you apparently happy? it's Sad September, James. <laughs> okay, maybe it, maybe the wires got crossed a little bit, and we're in uh-huh. Sad September instead. Anyway, this week we watched. Gendy Tartakovsky's Primal. Woo! Yeah! The uh, follow-up to Samurai Jack. From I can see a lot of Samurai Jack-isms to it. Sorry, you have to do... do, do yeah, I do have to do the thing. We watched Season 1, Episode 8, Coven of the Damned. Original release date, October 18th, 2020. I think. No, no, they came out on TV, so this is an actual release date. I ah, watched it okay. on streaming, so that's just why I got confused. Oh. Anyway, story by Brian Andrews, Derek Bachman, and Genny Tartakovsky. Written by Nagisakuyama and Genny Tartakovsky. Storyboarded by Nagisakuyama and Genny Tartakovsky. And directed by the man, the myth, the legend, Genny Tartakovsky. <laughs> yep. Okay. Very up. Primal. Yes. Yes. A man and his dinosaur on a journey. Yep. What happened? Oh, much has happened this far <laughs> land. Way, way back in the past uh, when druids or the future. and dinosaurs. It might or also the be future, the future. After, after the world ends and humans have to re-evolve alongside mm. dinosaurs with the magic druids and death lots of death match has changed but sorrow <laughs> still remains still remains is this a D anyway. intro is this, is sure. this what you're doing yeah a little bit a little i bit. mean i would totally play a primal D. i would that yeah would that seems like a fun time for everyone it also makes that it would also make sense that then to actually be able to use the dinosaur stat block in uh, the monster <laughs> manual, which is there for some reason. Um, well, if you look at the lore, Maria, there are dinosaurs in the lower part of the continent of Zix. Don't you understand? See, they Nobody's... avoided the Ice Age by living That's... in a desert. You're not supposed to know that. That's part of the Forgotten Realms. You know this. How dare you? Metagaming little shit. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so we're gonna yes. just do this as a D and D podcast. This is a D and D podcast now. Yeah, 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 yeah. We wanted to do that. We were gonna do that. Why didn't we do that? Because <laughs> they're hard and require a lot of commitment and time. This is true. And yep. we just kind of want a D and D for fun, not profit. This is true. This is true. I mean, we could still do it. Do you want to do it? When I'm done graduating, that would be great. <laughs> Once I Which have my degree, end time. It is coming Well, you'll up. have one, but never the other, so. Shush you. Oh I'll make time one day, someday. Okay. okay. Anyway, uh, back to Primal, where yeah. we have... Druids and man and dinosaur. Okay, I'm gonna stop this narration voice. Um, right. Long anyway. ago in a distant land, 
God, there I, is a lot of Akuism. The dinosaur. <laughs> We're having too much fun today. Um, yeah. So we start off this episode with, we don't know this name, but the caveman. Oh, he Primal has man. like an official prime, like a nickname. Hold on a second. Spear. Sp- okay. You know what? Apparently Fair it's enough. Spear and Fang. I mean, you can just call him the cave. He doesn't have a name. Yeah, I'll just call I'll, then I'll call Spear and Fang. If he's got a name, he's got a name. Oh, the um, dinosaur's name is Fang. Fang, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's okay. right. Sure, why okay. not? So, Spear, the caveman. The um, the uh, Professor Utonium, if he was left <laughs> Are out. Are we starting in, off of that? <laughs> in the, uh, we'll get there. Uh, if, he, if, he, if he started off in uh, the middle of the Cretaceous period. Um, <laughs> we have, he's sort of running through the, the jungle, you know, doing his caveman thing until he stumbles upon a ritual. there's a bunch of like druid ladies um chanting and there's this um another cave man person um tied up to a stake and there's a fire and he's got a bunch of like green symbols and stuff on him and he's basically they're basically doing a ritual um and a pterodactyl swoops in with uh with the uh level nine druid um or like level 14 druid or something um Uh, she's very high level she's very high level yeah she swoops down on her on her pterodactyl and uh her pterodactyl familiar and uh essentially does weird cult stuff she she like essentially Drains his life force and makes a baby and gives it to one of the uh, other druid women who are doing the the sacrifice who, like, take the baby and love it and cherish it and all that stuff. Um, So are we to assume that, like, becoming a druid in this world means that you can't have children ever again? I guess so. Or that these people are just really, really old so they can't have children. That's also a possible. I I assume that they just kind of got shriveled up due to the rich, like the magic. But I that's guess also maybe. A but I, I like because it because it seems like they're very old, as well. Yes, it does. So it could just be that they're too old to have any children. So this is the only way they like like maybe they live live they like because of the magic they just have a long life now. So like. Mm. It, they're but their bodies haven't really kept up with that so they just can't have kids now but that's the only way that they can like increase their numbers and become strong and all that yes and so um <laughs> yes and so and so this this uh, you know scary looking master druid lady gives birth to a child little baby and hands it over to one of the other lesser druids uh but the pterodactyl spots the intruder spear and his trusty trusty friend uh vague a very big t-rex um they have they like try to run but then the druids have a bunch of magics and one of the druids like takes control of the t-rex's brain and the um 
some of the druids basically catch spear, tie him up to the stake because, hey, two kids now. Yay. <laughs> um, and they want more kids. So they tie him up and they're getting, they all like go to their regularly scheduled day. Um, when Spear wakes up, he uh, basically is being watched by one of the other druid ladies um, who is riding his T-Rex. And, like, when he starts yelling, it almost, like, interferes with the uh, the druid's magic because the T-Rex fang starts, like, going all frizzy and uh, tries to, like, break from the spell but can't because... Magic. Fortunately, dinosaurs don't have a high uh, will save. Yeah, yeah, it's just it doesn't work. But she, but, she's, but she's trying, she's trying real hard. And mm. the druid looks at this and she's like, "This is weird. This isn't normal." And then so she basically does freezes the world into place, and then takes her sweet time going and peeking at the past of both of these people where she watches uh fangs kids get killed and um uh like she uh, you know watches like spear kill the big like dinosaur that killed her kids um and then she well, goes it's back. tragic because he kills it and then it gets back up yeah like after he, he, her kids are just like hey you're a good guy yeah, Let's be like friends. basically he injures it but doesn't kill it. So he so that so he's like, "Oh, okay, we're good." And then the the big monstrosity wakes up again and like chops down the children, which are adorable by the way. Um yes. and it's just a very sad time all around for everybody. And um uh, and then she goes to, like, see Spears pass and, like, finds that his family was also, like, ravaged by a creature, his wife and a kid. Were the killed. same dinosaur, Maria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the same it, dinosaur. But... Yeah, yeah, that's what I was like, yeah, and it's the same dinosaur that, uh, okay. that we see in the, uh, in the previous, like, flashback. I didn't know if you her. knew because it was wreathed in shadow. It was wreathed in shadow, but I kind of guess because it makes sense. Um, and, and then the, they, and then she realizes, oh, these two are friends because of loss and shit. Um. A shared trauma, if you will. Yes. Loss and sadness and all that crap. Um, (laughs) and because neither of them have access to therapy because we are in primal times and also healthcare (laughs) is expensive. Um. Oh my God. Uh, they they find they find solace in each other's company and become happy hunting buddies. Um, <laughs> Basically, and the the little like druid witch is like, oh, that's so sweet. And then she like walks over to her little like stump cave. She's got yes, a hut, cave. Maria. It's a hut. It's, it's not even a whole ass hut. Okay, it's like a weird little stump cave thing. Oh my god. Anyway, she How goes to her you. little like she goes to her her humble abode, okay, mm-hmm. and um, finds uh, like you know pulls out like a piece of red cloth. It's, it's it's similar to the red cloth that like the other druid ladies used to take the baby from the wrap the baby in when they take it from the elder druid, and so on and so forth. And so 
And then she looks at this little, like, cave drawing of her and, like, a little girl and then does her weird magic thing and, like, goes and relives the time that she loses her child because she was running around in a big field and didn't see the cliff and... Oh, God. And so fell. Fucked. And... So sad. It's so... It's worse because they show the little, little child body because the they child do. is so adorable. And it's not even, like, a very detailed child. She's just got, like, a round <laughs> face and, like, <laughs> blonde hair. Little... It's just, like, a small child running around following butterflies. And then just fucking falls off a cliff. It's so uh, sad. It's so sad. I hate it. It's just so sad. You're, you're right. The child the is screen. not. Yeah, there is. Yeah, they did not shy away from showing a child murder, which I respect. <laughs> we need more child murder on screen. No, that's not how that works, James. I think it is. But anyway, yeah, you're right. The child is not a very detailed. Uh, character design but i it's just so but it's damn so perfect ad- it is still so adorable though because like she just looks like a little <laughs> doll that that they yes. gave life to she just looks like a little doll that they gave life to and it's um, great and i love it's it it's great i love it exactly so she you know anyway it's all sad and yes. shit and she comes back and she has got like the weird the little like sad eyes um and then she comes back out and Gets back on Fang and walks away from Screaming Spear. Um, and then at night during during the the ritual, yes, that's the word I was looking for. During the <laughs> ritual, they you know the 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 druid lady comes in and you know he's got all the symbols on his body and shit and uh, she. Um, and then our our little little druid friend uh, basically attacks and kills the pterodactyl that that the elder druid came onto, and uh, essentially yep. uh, commands like uh, Fang to ram himself ram herself into Spears like little like altar thing, um, and like throws him halfway across the field and they both run don't worry he made his save he's fine yeah he made he made like a strength save and he's good um or a con save i guess that would that would be oh my god anyway yeah so he he he, he survived and so fang takes him and she basically commands fang to like keep running like take him and keep running uh while while she like turns into a raptor and tries to like fend off the druid the elder druid um it's a good thing none of the other druids pursued fang and spear yeah i think they were all just too worried that they're one of their others too shocked they were like fuck what the hell um and uh and yeah they well the two fight and uh, i think the druid like tries to run away but then is like caught no she was she was going down she, yeah. she was ready to sacrifice herself to yeah, yeah. and and then escape. and then she gets nommed How? yeah she gets nommed and then but then she gets reunited with her child yep in heaven in the like really pretty flower field which is also just so mm-hmm. pretty yeah great background it's good it's good stuff it like moves All in the right. wind and everything well when you put it like that not a lot happened I mean, it was it was a straight shot story. They know they knew uh, they were going for, and they did it. 
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, what did I you see. think? What did you think of Primal, Maria? I thought it was really good. I thought it was really good. It was a really interesting way. Is This is like episode three, right? It's episode eight. Oh, it's episode eight. Jeez. It's yeah. a really interesting way. I don't know if they ever delve into this character's past at all, but it's a really interesting way to show the past of these two characters without really breaking the flow of the story. You know what I mean? Like, it is very Yeah, the well little portal done. is a very good little yeah, device. Yeah, and, and it's like, it kind of like, while you're watching it, you're just like, what are you doing? What is happening? Are you just like noping out like is that what this is but no it's very much a like all right because you can't quite tell where it's going right like no what's happening um and then it just like hits you like a sledgehammer and you're just like oh yeah oh oh no oh it's sad oh no oh that feeling i locked away forever behind the vault of anger (laughs) Oh, oh no. Um It's also a good way to reuse animation. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little honest. bit. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of that stuff in the flashbacks was from the pilot. Oh, okay, okay. I believe that. Um, but it was really good. Like I don't know, the storytelling, it was, because there's no dialogue, right? Like Not, not a lick of dialogue. Not, is, I mean, there was screaming, if you count that. Well, um, yeah, like. There's a lot of yelling, but that's oh, not. Yes. I do want to make a point about that. Yeah, go ahead. The, the primal has, uh, like, one bit of dialogue in mm-hmm. the whole season, which I won't okay. spoil. But the rest of it is all silent. Which is a tour, you know, a tour de force of storytelling. That you can tell your story without dialogue. It's really interesting because you don't see that a lot nowadays, right? Like it no, is not almost all. never. It was. It's almost never used, especially no. not like throughout seasons. Like maybe it would happen for an episode when they were doing the, when they're trying to do something weird and quirky, um, but. Other than that, like, it is not very common, the uh, no dialogue, no. only visual type of storytelling. Mm-hmm. We've definitely become a lot, very reliant on the voiceover, I think. Yeah, the, the voiceover. the exposition. Yeah. I mean, and it I takes mean, a bit which, of art to do it, like. It does. It does definitely do it. I mean, there's like uh, Mad, Mad Max Fury Road, famously Mad Max only has 18 lines of dialogue in that movie. Damn. So, you know, how do you, how do you characterize your main character with only 18 lines of dialogue, yeah, which yeah. they managed to do really well? Uh, well, a lot of it is, again, like composition and like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, placing them in situations and places where you can like get character out of them right like even some things as little as like um spear like standing uh behind a rock and like watching what's going on because he doesn't because he doesn't understand it and waiting to like do anything yeah which is is like a signifier of, of him being a hunter and like 
not really jumping into things because you don't do that. You wait and you see what's going on. You get enough information, all that. Like it is yeah. is a very like subtle thing, but it is again something that like you know you don't you don't usually. There, there's other ways that people do that in dialogue, but you have to kind of portray that thing about him in mm -hmm. in just the actions that he has, right? Mm -hmm. I will say, though, that it's, uh, it's also hard to make a good story that's just dialogue as well. This is true, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't want to say that, like, Doing One is a, superior doing a, than the other. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. Having a minimalist story is the purest form of storytelling. Uh bump my microphone. <laughs> no, oh, I, I get it's that. So artistic. Oh, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you know it's what not, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it's it, I get that. Like, because again, yeah. It takes a lot of skill to be able to tell a story only through dialogue right like so for something yeah. like a podcast or something to only use <laughs> use like well like especially like we are audio plays. i mean audio level. plays i mean like oh, audio okay. plays and stuff like okay. that yeah, that yeah, yeah, that yeah, like yeah. Sure, they don't sure, have any sure. visual right like they have to convey to you a lot of information via just sound right so Mm -hmm. What sounds paired with other sounds gives you give you an idea of of what's going on, right? Like rain right. sounds could be, you know, just that it's raining, but like paired with sloshy like footsteps means someone's walking outside in the rain as opposed to just sitting inside somewhere listening right. to the rain from indoors, right? Like you yeah. need those like pairings to understand what's going on and like that is what that art is to be able to convey meaning through limited senses right so whether it is just through visuals or whether whether it is just through sounds it is a form of art to do that mm -hmm. yeah that being said holy crap this is really good <laughs> It was so good. It was uh, so well done. They knew what they were doing. They knew where they were going. They knew how they were getting there. They knew exactly how hard to hit you in the feels. <laughs> uh, it was good stuff. 10 out of yeah. 10. Good stuff ten right there. Ten. There there really is nobody like Gendy Tartakovsky, is there? And you could, like, see it, though. Like, see those, like, little, like pieces of older like cartoons that he's worked on like sh show oh, up yeah. God. a little bit well let's talk about spear yeah and his character design yeah okay so just pointed this out when we started watching but you it's if you simplified if you simplified spear's face it basically is just a more rugged <laughs> and like wider um professor it's... utonium that is, yeah. that is precisely what he is. Which, granted, like, is not much to say because all Professor Utonium is, like, a rectangular, is, like, a rectangle face, which is just, like, classic man face is a rectangle. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, but also, he, you know, I don't know. It's, it does still just look like him, though. It does. It does. I mean, it makes sense because, you know, like... 
I guess because Gendy worked on Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, so. yeah, and also because Professor Utonium's a square. Anyway, um, well, he's a rectangle. Right? I mean, yes, Get it but right. I was trying Get to make right. a joke. I was trying to make a joke, James. Anyway, um, oh, he's a square. Okay, yeah, that's terrible. Anyway, um, yes. he yes, yes, uh, yes. anyway, yeah, he looks. He looks, yeah, it's great. I, it, I, I love it. I love it. He looks great. Uh, Fang looks great, too. She's got that, like, big head thing, which they really, really, like, hammered in on for the kids. Yes, Can we do. talk about the little friggin' argument that the kids have with each other in the, what, f- 10 seconds that they're on screen? <laughs> Or, like, 30 seconds that they're on screen. Yeah. They have, yeah. like, a weird, like, they fight they over something. Arc. Yeah, they have, like, a mini friggin' character arc <laughs> in that, like, 30 seconds of screen time. Where yes. they're, like, doing sibling stuff and fighting with each other. It's great. I love it. And then with their little, like, faces and little mouths with, like, fish hanging out. That's so good. Mm-hmm. And then when they go to see Fang after he kills, quote unquote, the big dinosaur. Yeah. They're so happy. Oh, they're like great. small and happy and it's just like <laughs> And now they're dead. And then and then they just get they just get chomped. They just get friggin' chomped. Yep. It's not yep. even it's just they just really get bad. chomped. <laughs> like you can see it's... their little like legs and tails hanging out of his jaw. <laughs> they just get chomped. It's very sad. It's very sad. But, you know, that's why uh, Spear and Fang are together. Yeah. I thought, I thought, like, for a second, I thought that maybe they, um, like, he lost his child and then, like, the mother dies. And so he, like, takes one of the little ones that survives and, like, raises them or something. Um,. But then it all clicked that they lost their children. So sad. Oh, you thought that Fang was one of the babies? Yeah, I thought that Fang was one of the oh, babies for a little bit. That makes sense. Basically, I thought that, like, uh, Spears' parents died, and um, this, like, Fang's mother died. And so that, that's uh, the reason yeah, they yeah, were, yeah. like, chilling. Um, oh, so they've been. Oh, that's, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, no. and and I thought that like and you know the opposite side of it being of like this person who had lost their child. So like looking at these two kids who had like lost their parents and feeling like a sense of like motherhood towards them like Mhm. But it makes sense right. they all lost their children, the little yeah. boys. It's about little it's about babs. the loss of your child. Yeah, they're little babs. Yeah, which is what you know connects them to this druid lady i know i'm kind of sad that she dies and they don't just become a traveling trio of weirdness yeah she's too old she can turn into a friggin bird all right too old you're never too old to join a party okay especially if you're a magic user you can always use more magic users yeah but she had to stay behind so that uh fang and spear could get away Yep. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Speaking but. of which, Maria, you were talking about tropes when we were watching this. Elaborate. I was. I was talking about tropes, like, after we finished, after we finished, like, uh, watching 
Um, but actually, we should we should finish we should finish talking about the animation because I didn't want to point oh, out. Oh yeah, let's do that. I didn't want to point let's out like when when we started when we started when, in the start of the episode. There's like the weird like green wispy things. I was like, this is God, very so reminiscent cool. of a coup. And yes, you're right. It's yeah. very a coup. Oh, I didn't even see Aku. that. You're yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It was so uh. a coup. And then also, like, the person that was tied up was very much reminded me of the Scottish guy <laughs> from uh, from Samurai I, Jack. I don't think he's a reference to the Scottsman. I don't think but... so either, but he totally could have been. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And again, like, both Samurai Jack and, like, oh, Professor Utonium have that weird rectangular face. That this is just, like, a more rugged version of, you know what I mean? But it's, like, a smart design, right? Because, like, they're there all the time. You don't want them to have a complicated, you know, uh, model. So you just kind of, like, keep it as simple as possible. Hence, rectangle. Hands, rectangle. (laughs) Clothes, rectangles. Rectangle. Just rectangles. Just rectangles. There's nothing wrong with uh, geometrical characters. Oh, yeah, no, no, it's great. It gives them character, totally. They're just, you know, like, again, for uh, Professor Utonium, he's very straight cut. Um, You just, just all those jokes are just going over, like, I'm throwing them at you. They're just, just fuck it, just, just just going over, just all of them. I'm a national treasure, okay? Bringing this back to the discussion, Maria, uh-huh. have we lost the the geometrical character designs? Because I think like only Gendy, Craig, and and I think it's only those two was really using that. Because you had Dexter's Lab very yes geometrical also character a square. Um, Lots of squares and circles there. You yeah, had the Powerpuff Girls, which was just squares. And it circles. was just squares, circles, like semicircles. That's it. That's literally it. it. Yeah. That's all you had, and then uh, Fosters, which was also oh, yeah, just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they added triangles. They had triangles Fosters. there. Yeah, they did a little bit. Mm-hmm. We got I the mean, technology. They did, have, they did have some more complicated designs. They like did, the yes. teenage girl who works there had probably the least yeah. geometric design of You're any right. of the characters that were there. Otherwise, people were just like repurpose semicircles and squares um there was literally an episode where there was just a bunch of scribbles on i know i remember that so it's been so long it's been so like the the owner the grandma is also just like a circle there's that one monster who's like furry with horns whose face is just like a circle yep that's just a circle i mean blue is just a he's just half a, of a set. half. He's just like a little like he's just he's just one of he's just one of the Powerpuff Girls' arms is what he is. That's it. <laughs> he's just one of their arms. That's it. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're you're definitely not wrong. I okay. I guess thinking about it, I guess we haven't really lost it. It because re- like Steven Universe has very geometric this, designs. Yeah, that's to true. It. That's Adventure true. Time has very geometric designs. It does. It's also got the very like wiggly uh, like noodly. noodly sort of design to it yeah i think that like so. 
I don't know what I'm talking about. It, it's there. It's a very specific, like, kind of style, right? Like, it gives you a... It's, right, it's yeah. got a certain feel to it, right? So, I, I guess it doesn't fit with all kinds of storytelling, right? Like, right, but, yeah. I but guess nobody does it better than Gendy and Craig. That's fair. That, that could also probably be how why it is the case. And again, like, <laughs> a lot of those things, those designs came up as solutions two problems that was the time consuming process of animation mm-hmm. right so they had to figure yes. out ways to make things look good without uh, but, but not have it but make it be efficient so they couldn't spend right. a lot of time with a lot exactly. of complex characters unless it was like a one time like super impactful boss thing right or like some right. kind of thing like that or like for example, in, in Powerpuff Girls, not all of them were simple designs. Like, him had a way more complex design. Like, his his, his entire, sorry, their entire, like, shape and structure was very complicated. There was a lot of stuff going on. But there's they a lot of elements. There's there. a lot of elements, but they weren't there all of the time. So when they were there, it was mm-hmm. very impactful because it was this, like, weird-looking, yes. you know, character design for a villain. Deep demon uh, thing who knows yeah the the devil i don't know um <laughs> who knows but then you uh, had yeah. the amoeba boys who were just <sighs> freaking let's they were just squiggles they just threw paintballs on the on on the on the wall and then took a sharpie and made like uh, shapes around them that was a little more complicated than that but basically was it well, they moved. They well, yeah, like they like that was what they. Animation. Yeah, but like in in essence, there wasn't like it wasn't a complex design. They <laughs> no, made it complex God, no. by giving it that movement, which was probably freaking hard to co- uh, to like animate. But yeah. it, my point being, like that, those were things that were brought in to deal with a problem that does not quite exist in the same way anymore. Right. No, Especially with 3D right. and stuff, right? Yeah, despite that, I don't think Primal's that cheap of a show. I d- yeah, I doubt it. Like, like, it was very... There Was there 3D animation at that? There was, right? No, not, not really. Not at all? Okay. Well, uh, maybe they kind of used some 3D rigging for the chase scene. Yeah, that's kind of where I thought, so there might be a little bit but of 3D, but... There's no, like, 3D character models. Yeah, no 3D elements, right? That makes sense. I mean, used a 3D camera. Yeah, I and not the 3D camera that shoots in 3D. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I like remember those. I do. I do remember those. Oh God, you remember Remember, wear like 3D glasses and stuff. Yes. Remember how 3D cameras were so much more expensive, so they had to raise the prices. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Um, <laughs> zero out of ten. I remember specifically working my schedule around when we when we would go not you and me but when we would go to the movies. We would specifically try to go for the always sold out non three D version of the movie. Yeah, I mean, like I remember the three D versions used to really give me headaches, and also my face is tiny, so the glasses were really big. <laughs> And they didn't have, like, kid-sized yet. And then one day I went and I got the kid-sized glasses. And they fit me perfectly. It was a good time. Good-ish time. I still had to watch with 3D glasses. Well, what movie was it? 
I don't remember. Um, oh, I don't remember. I remember the worst 3D movie I've ever seen. Which one? Alice in Wonderland. The remake. The, the remake? The, the live the action? The Tim Burton. Yeah, the live action Alice in Wonderland. We oh, watched boy. the 3D version of that, and it was so dark and blurry, you couldn't see a goddamn oh, thing. Oh, God. Yeah. It was awful. And also, the movie sucked. Fair enough. I mean, again, my my point being, like, you know, it was yes. good shit. Good stuff. And it was good stuff. Oh, yeah. Let's uh, back on the animation. Yes, that's what I was really going to say. It's like, okay, you could... Do you remember the chase scene? Yes. Like, you remember the Evil Dead movie, right? Yes. Remember, that scene was, like, really, like... I would say rap, but like influenced by Sam Raimi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Style horror. And I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate when I can see a scene and being like, hmm, this is kind of like, you know, the yeah. Evil Dead. Yeah. It just shows like Gendy. Gendy knows his stuff. <laughs> and his team knows how to execute it in animation, like, perfectly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, I don't know. You know, we've been watching so many cartoons for this show. Yeah. And we talk about cinematography a lot. We do. But rarely will we, like, be able to see, like, a a filmmaker's point of reference. Yeah, like an homage, like, yeah, very like plainly there. Yeah. No, that's fair. Like, yeah, I remember that. And, like, that's the, even, like, the... The scene choreography was so good, like the the chase scene, because mm. like you were cutting between um, the uh, between Fang and and um, Spear and Spear, and it was so interesting to watch that like fight happen, right? Where where Fang is like just trying to run away from this one person who's like mind controlling them, and then like um, you know where you have Spear um, trying to like stab a bunch of teleporting women uh, using up all their spell slots um <laughs> oh my god so anyway it's good times fun times it's good times. i mean yeah but like cartoons will reference other cartoons a lot mm-hmm. in there's it's you know and they'll make passing like just cultural references mm-hmm. at movies and stuff but it's rare that they homage something you know, or ta- you know, use something because it was made popular right. in like film, film, film. Other than you know the basics of like shot choreography and all. Right, that. right, right, right. <laughs> it's it was just interesting. I liked it a lot. I liked it. I enjoyed watching. I enjoyed like, I enjoyed it. Like even the the like pencil line the pencil wave yeah. line art like i the i'm always a sucker with that like i love the oh, like little so the little like detail oh sorry the uh the grain the grain in it mm. is it's really good i love that i even right. like even when people do like digital art and they have that kind of like textured line art ugh, is yep. a sucker for it's that great. um it's and so then good. you see the starkness because the the main druid yeah. Has just such a completely different... Yeah, it almost feels even, like, kind of sci-fi-esque. It's like, very it's sci-fi. it's really interesting to, like, watch this, like, druid magic thing, but it's also very sci-fi and, like, alien. Yeah. 
Almost. Here's, yeah. Here's the thing, Maria. Yeah. Like, I love Primal, uh-huh. not only because it's a great show, because it's a great show. Yeah. But also because I'm a sucker for this kind of stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I unironically kind of love the Scorpion King movies. Yeah. Some uh-huh. of them. Just uh-huh. as the aesthetic of them uh-huh. is, like, you know, we're so done with fantasy and stuff. Right. Yeah, and this like is old taking, fantasy, yeah. Yeah, like Tolkien fantasy. Yeah, just, yeah. Let's just call it what it is. It's Tolkien It's Tolkien fantasy, exactly. Whereas, you know, the the roots of this stuff is, is rooted in Conan the Barbarian, mm-hmm. um, uh, John Carter Mars, mm-hmm. which is stuff that is very problematic by today's standards. right. Very problematic, but you know, there people are taking the aesthetics uh-huh. and really putting a neat spin on it. And Primal is one of them, which is taking this sword and sandal approach, yeah, yeah, yeah. to fantasy and giving it a more modern spin. And I love it. And it also like makes sense, right? Because in, to the eyes of like, to the eyes of like a uh, uh, somebody just who just hunt and live in in cave like that is alien all of that is is alien to them right like to to mm-hmm. spear all of this is alien this is something he's never seen before it's weird but even the sound effects that are used for it is very sci-fi it's not like pew, pew, pew. well they're just ripped from samurai jack let's be honest i mean sure whatever <laughs> Which was even if future. it is it just gives it like a very interesting vibe because it's not the yeah same kind of like sound effects that you associate with magic that's the kind of sound effects you associate from like bleep bloop bloop bleep bloop from like computers Mm. or like uh, you know cartoon future computers and stuff like that but it just it works so well it it works so well it sounds so good and it looks so great and I mean who's to say this isn't just technology yeah that's true yep they just have microchips in their bodies. <laughs> just That's why they can't chip. reproduce. Nanobots, son. Yeah. Uh, or sorry, nanomachine, son. Yep. Yep, yep. I mean, or oh hear me out, James. Okay, I'm hearing you out. But hear me out. You're on thin ice, Missy. <laughs> this this episode was not about grief. It it's wasn't? just about it's just about how men don't understand women. And they keep screaming all the time. And oh and to men, the women talking just sounds like screaming. Oh, my and, God. And it just looks like we're yoinking out all of their life essence to just give birth to oh children. Because that's all we understand. Because we're old, shriveled up ladies. It's the only way we can have babies is by stealing them out of the soul, the husk of a man, because nobody wants to sleep with old women. Oh, God, that's very right-wing mindset. (laughs) Makes worse, she stole my essence and made those bastard kids that probably aren't even mine, and I still have to pay child support. Goddamn family court! <laughs> oh god anyway you were gonna talk about tropes are we or did yes. you have anything else to say about the animation no no i was just i just wanted to i just wanted to, to put my uh my uh conspiracy theory about this episode 
Um, it's a very good conspiracy theory. We will, yeah. you know, family court. Somebody needs to take down family court. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to listen to this and they're going to clip that sound of you. I'll do it. I'll do it for them. <laughs> oh, boy. I'll, I'll, I'll just Photoshop Primal's face onto some family court. Oh, God. Goddamn <laughs> family court taking everything from me. The Why druids are just family blood? court. The, the druids are just family court serving the man for running away from, from his children and wife. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Oh, boy. Uh, you already took my mother. Why did you take my balls? <laughs> What's all this makeup? You're emasculating me right before my demise. Anyway, uh, tropes. We're talking about tropes, <laughs> not okay. tools. Tropes. I could keep going um, with the family court stuff, by <laughs> the way. <laughs> I know you can. That's why I changed the topic. Um, right, when we're talking about tropes, um, James and I, so we're talking oh, about this. What do you mean after- I can't see my kids just because I don't know, just because I can't remember their goddamn names? <laughs> There's little one and big one. What more do I need? Earl. Go home. You're drunk. <laughs> Sorry. I'm done. I'm uh-huh. done. <laughs> anyway, uh, tropes. We're talking about tropes. I was talking about tropes. I was trying to make a point of like... Oh, I got, I got another one. Oh, no. I want to name the big one Bud and the little one John Deere. She wouldn't let me. <laughs> I want to name the big one Bud Light. Oh, no. Shut that one down, too. Oh, no. Ah! So, okay, I'm done. I'm uh-huh. done for real now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. All I'm right. sorry. Anyway. I'm 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 uh, man spreading. Uh huh. Man spreading on my talking time. Yes. Uh. As if you don't have a whole section. <laughs> lay out I know, all of right? your opinions. Oh, anyway, so us, after we were talk after we were done with the episode, we were t- watching the episode, we were talking about like how like some of the themes of the episode and. Oh, one of the main themes is, like, loss and children, right? Like, and some of the elements of this is about, like, giving birth to children. And all of these druids are women, and they, like, fiercely protective of their kids. And I was telling James about how much more, like, poignant and, like, um, impactful this would have been if the whole... It still is. It is still one of the more um impactful stories about like women and children and like parents and children specifically um and like loss of a child um but like how you know the fact that the the use of pregnancy and children especially for women is so constantly used as a way to give women motivation for anything that mm. even something as good as as what this episode is which is is phenomenally done kind of like after i watched it still had like my mind went to that the idea of this mm-hmm. like there were women there's a cult of women and they want kids <laughs> right like and that is some of the most like you know uh, tropey things you could think of, right? Like if, if it's not, if you don't, if you look at it from like, in like a in a way of 
um, the media sphere in general about how much so many stories involve women's motivation being their children or the fact that they're pregnant and how much of, of their like character and character development happens or is is caused by either having children and not being good at raising them or ha- not or like losing the child in some way or needing to protect the child or save the child right like and it is somehow the only like real motivation a woman has and that's kind of just how it it kind of it's... undercuts this the general media sphere undercuts the impact of what like Gendy's and and his team have done in this episode which is phenomenal um but yeah that's kind of what James and I were talking about and how like it kind of made me sad because I couldn't like it's hard to pull away from that idea when it's everywhere and it's always in your face like we just saw Malignant like oh two weeks ago and spoilers for Malignant (laughs) Yeah, like, and, like... As if you shouldn't care, it's a terrible movie. Yeah, and, like, basically most of the the motivation for one for the main character is, um, friggin' uh, her miscarriages. That's the, that's the... And then also multiple more trauma. Multiple miscarriages. Mu- yeah, multiple miscarriages. And then other, like, childhood trauma. So it was just, like, a trauma dub person. Like, they just... How can we make this child worse? How can we mess this child up even more? You know, like, like how can we mess this person up completely? Let's just give give her all of the trauma that is associated with women. Let's give her um, abandonment issues because her mom didn't like her. And let's give her an abusive boyfriend. Let's give her a bunch of miscarriages. Um, let's give her family issues, like, all of it, all of it, Mm -hmm. they they just found everything that they could be like, oh, how could we make this character strong, what if she, what if she was, uh, uh, dating an abusive boyfriend, and, uh, and she lost her children, she lost (laughs) all of her children, and, and what if... She had abandonment issues. What if? You know. Oh my god, just, genius! A yeah. tour de force and so, of and character. When, yeah, and when that is like literally everywhere around you, something as like good as what this episode is, which is the most like nuanced way of seeing this. Like, yes, there's like a cult of women that want children, but like that is their purpose in life. That is what they want. But there's also this idea of, like, yeah, there's a general need for for species to survive, to reproduce, and we, and parents love their offspring in whatever, like, instinctual and primal way that is, and losing that leads to a lot of grief. And, like, the focus isn't the children, the focus is the grief, the grief that comes with it, the, the grief that comes with losing your child, and it's just unfortunate that like I didn't get to enjoy it and revere this thing in the way that it should be because of how much of of that idea is used in a tropey manner to ruin that concept for everybody else. Right. 
And I don't think that's your. F- I don't think you should think that it's your fault. I know. I, I know it's that. not my fault. It is just well, this unfortunate yeah. reality that is kind of annoying and sad. Yeah, it's, you know? it's a reality that's out of uh, the team at Primal's hands. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They, they obviously wanted to tell his story. They wanted to give it the um, proper amount of effort. And yeah, they, and they did. They gave it justice. They gave it full justice. Yes. And I enjoyed it and I loved it. And I didn't like it's... feel imposed upon by it. But I still right. felt felt the emotion that they were trying to transmit to the viewer. And it was just so well done. It's just unfortunate. <laughs> Right. I mean, it's not Gendy's fault that the media is a propaganda machine to get women to have babies. Yeah, basically. That is still going on for some reason. And it is such an adorable way to give these, like, sort of monstrous women um, a very, very interesting sense of, of, like, um, character and, like, vulnerability that isn't, you know, what you get. A lot of the times for like witches, right? Like witches are evil, which bad, which eat children. Where you know what I mean? But like the oh, whole yeah, point right. of that that ritual is for these women to have something that they connect with, like a and a child, something that they take care of. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. it, what is probably going to be the future of their of their like cult. So it, it's just it's just a really cool and and like adorable way to give these like old shriveled ladies a sort of touch point you know yeah and you can speculate on their whole deal yeah and it's you know you can go in many interesting different directions based on the you know what we're presented exactly exactly which we're presented with enough to understand them and under you know kind of guess at their motivations but it's not like it's not tropey. It's not tropey. Where... It's not like destructive in the same way, right? Like, it, yes, as in like the end goal isn't to be destructive. The end goal of whatever their like ritual isn't to suck the life out of the earth and become <laughs> no. more powerful. It is to give life to something, right? Like to give life mm-hmm. to to reproduce, and it is like kind of interesting that that. They could have very easily gone for the very, like, we're a cult, we're going to destroy the world, steal the moon. Oh, my God. But but they They did. They could have uh, tortured Spear. Yeah. Then you'd understand, no, they hate men, but no, No, they tied him up and then they left him. Yeah, they left him, they prepped him for the ceremony, and they did what they needed to do to, yeah. Yeah, Like, it is very much a, we kind of got to. You know, yeah, and no, there this is, is what we do. You know, there's 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 emotion in them. They're not like, you know, high they, vines. No, they they care a lot about their kids that they yeah because you know. It, and, and again, they their have cult empathy. is not exactly very supportive. We learned that. Yeah, yeah, it is very much like I think it is. It is. I think it is very much a like if you if you have a child given to you, it's a big you know responsibility, and also like Ooh. everybody else wants it too, right? Like it's a yeah, it's, it's a, a limited resource, and you're lucky if you get one sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. It's yeah. It's such an interesting story. I, I know. I freaking love it. It's great. 
Ugh, it's so adorable. But, yeah. It's but, also yeah, they're so not, heart-wrenching. Uh, very heart-wrenching. But yeah, the fact that she can identify with Spear and mm-hmm. Fang means that they're not monsters. Yeah, they're, they're not. They're, They've got, you know, empathy and, and emotion and, yeah. you know. I don't know about the main monster cult leader. Yeah, I mean, she could just totally That's be a question like an alien there. from out she of She could space. be an alien. Jeez, yeah. oh my god. That is weird. I don't know. This is a great show, by the way. It was just very well done. I, I really enjoyed it. I, like, yeah. I mean, that, that, that like, trope thing aside, like, uh, I, it's yeah, not Gendy's fault sh- that, that that exists and no, kind of sours. the show has sours, no control. It, it, it kind of, like, sours the whole idea of, like, pregnancy constantly being used as this, like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and I think there's shows that are not like media that's trying to do what this show is doing and take it yeah back. yeah take it take like, it back I, and i i like again it's not to say that you can't use pregnancy at all like that's not the point the nah. point is that it is not a lot of people hear this though and think that's the point i know and that then i mean listening comprehension my guy just <laughs> english class english. Like, they don't listen in class you know, um that. You know, like listening comprehension. Come on, critical thinking. Yeah, Crit- well, they don't teach that at all. Use use your just a noggin there. Need, you got it. No, it's there. I need to. I need to know what pe- people need to tell me what to think, Maria. Oh God. That's what we're. That's what we're here for. Oh boy. Listen. Which you, you know, got a brain. We never. <laughs> here's the thing. We never say we're experts on anything. We're not. We're not exactly we're like. I'm not an expert in any way, but I no. do study media. Um, like content analysis is a form of study. Like it, it is mm. a form of like experimental, not experimental design, sorry, research design. Like, yeah, that that is a thing. Yep. You look at them, you look at evidence, you look at recurring themes, blah, blah, blah. And my point yep. being like, again, it's not to say that don't use pregnancy at all ever that's bad. It's just that- Trope bad. It's a trope because it happens so much and it is so yes. overly used to like oppress a certain gender. Like it, it's just mm-hmm. annoying. Honestly, yeah. at this point, it's just annoying. It, like it's a way to rip the agency out of a character. Exactly. Exactly. It, it really is. Like other than the character like growing from something bad happening to them, it's not. And you know what? You what? know what? What? There should be equal amounts of movies where women grow from miscarriages and equal amounts of movies where men overcome castration. If you want... Oh, God. If you want... <laughs> Has there ever been a movie that, like, explores that at no, all? No, because men don't like listening or talking or even imagining someone mutilating like... their genitalia. Just even bringing up the concept makes men squeamish. I would would watch that movie, though. Yeah, it just, it like, for most men, like, it it just makes them very squeamish. They can't, they cannot. Like, if, if the male... That sounds like a good movie, Maria. (laughs) If the male anatomy, especially the sexual anatomy of a man, was... Um, subject to the same kind of 
gory Trauma. porn that women's Wait, bodies experience on a regular basis in movies or TV shows. Oh, Most men would not be able to sit through that. They would not be able to sit through that. <laughs> anyway, point being, Getty did a really good job. It's unfortunate that tropes are dumb and I didn't get to Great. fully I didn't get to fully appreciate Gendy and his work and his right. artistry. Yeah. No matter how much effort he can put in. Yeah. He can make the greatest story about a pregnancy ever put to film and it still wouldn't you know. And it would be great. But like you were so exhausted from seeing that that it's kind of like not another one. Really? Not another one. Yeah. Another one, really. You know. I mean, it's really, really good. It's so good. Here's the thing. Scarlett Johansson was barren, so she had to die in Endgame. Oh, my God. Oh, we brought her back around. Yep. Yeah, I brought it back around. She couldn't have babies. Yeah, she couldn't have babies, so she can't be alive. He had a working pair of genitals. Yep. So he had to keep going. Yeah, he had children. He had a wife. Yeah, he had to take somebody. Even though he Even was a monster, he committed who more crimes than she did somehow. Even though she's a whole ass like spy, professional assassin. Yeah, um, yep. but in that like what five years that people are dead, he commits, he murders people. He goes on killing sprees on a regular basis. And why? Cause Actually, I don't know. Well, because he lost his family. Oh, they the got snaps. poofed. Okay, yeah, they got, got poofed. It. Oh, wow! What a baby. Hawkeye really is the worst, isn't he? <laughs> Why is he getting a Marvel oh, show? God, I mean, Hawkeye. Like in the comic books, he's great. I I genuinely enjoy Hawkeye as a character in like comic book portrayals, and also because he was the butt of the Hawkeye Initiative. Uh, do you know what that is? Nope. Okay, the Hawkeye Initiative is hilarious because this initiative. I don't remember who started it, but it was somebody, uh, some like artist started it where they started drawing Hawkeye in the same positions that most women characters are drawn in. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I fucking love it. Hawkeye's great, (laughs) just not in the MCU. Comic book art is an ever struggling, is, is an ever continuing struggle. Against really horny artists. <laughs> there are so many comic book artists who are wonderful and great. And uh-huh. then they these horny ass artists, just because they can draw good, are still hired by these companies. <laughs> I mean, the, the beauty of the Hawkeye Initiative was just to, like, highlight how awful oh, women yeah. are drawn, like, in comics. Yes. And it's how terrible. unnatural those positions are if you put a man in that position and it just makes people oh, uncomfortable yeah, because... As a person that reads comics, Maria, yeah. I'm well aware. Yeah. Uh, 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 I'm very well aware yeah. of this. I have multiple comics from I know. runs that I really love that have really bad art. I could probably have a stack over there. That I, I, I mean, I did an assignment on that and everything. It was great. Um, I remember... I mean, I did redraw Momo, but, like, I remember, like, I remember doing some research for one of my assignments, and this one person on Twitter being, like, a 
angry, angry man, angry baby, uh, angry baby was man. like, uh, they Best don't even superhero. look inside the comic books where like all all where like Captain America's ass is like so well defined and something something along those lines. No. They don't even look inside the box and read them. And no. I'm like, that's the point, you jackass. We don't have to. It's on the freaking cover, my guy. We don't you need can't. to. We have enough overwhelming evidence on the cover. I mean, okay. I will point out that a lot of those covers, when they have the really like, the really like detailed, sexy character, mm-hmm. you, nine times out of ten, the inside art is just garbage. <laughs> I will say that's fair. I like, mean, but I'm, then also I'm the not costume saying, designing not, is awful know, as well. So like, right. I'm not. I'm not defending this guy. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just making a point as about comic books. Ugh. Ugh, I've did seen you, so many. Did you do the research about Spider Woman and that whole controversy? Uh, I don't remember what happened there. Uh, there was this one cover of Spider Woman that got. Uh, uh, God, it, it was a long time ago. I can't. Oh, remember. was it like people were mad? People were like, uh, some people were talking about how like that's a sexist position, like that she's like weirdly positioned, and everybody's like, she's yeah, but Spider Man is always like crouching, like like a weirdo. That's not a defense at all. I know it's, it's really not bad. like, and I'm like, it's, I it's think, not even a good cover, is the thing. Yeah, either. yeah. Like, the hills these people will die on. <laughs> the this art is garbage. Oh, most of the time like i've well the thing okay so the problem is just like yes there's a few elements that that are really really like that that piss women off right the fact that you can see the belly button indent on the suit that is very weird i don't like that at all okay you can see the hip bones like the the pelvic bones Right. The vagina okay. bones. Yeah, you can see the pelvic <laughs> bones. Sorry. And then the fuck the freaking boobs yes, with no boobs. boob support. What no, do you think? Never been you think gravity don't exist, my no, guy? Well, what if, if you read I... the comics, Maria, on Earth four, the gravity is actually point zero eight percent lighter. If I super glued five pounds of fat, two bags of five pounds of fat on your body, Uh, uh uh, on your chest, super glued it, right? Right? Uh And then made you do freaking calisthenics and, and run a relay race and then proceed to do a gymnastic set. That skin without that, any support. Without any support, those things yeah, are right. flying off, and they're taking your your skin off with it. Okay. Has that ever happened? No, is but this, that is what is it feels like to the body. Like you, women don't do that. Women don't. Women with large women breast shi- sizes do not go running around and doing exercises without the right bra support. Okay, you wear a good coverage, well-fitting sports bra that keeps your girls in place when you're doing your jumping jacks and doing the flippity flops. All right. 
<laughs> you don't just you don't just freaking walk out there with nothing on, just letting the ladies just do their thing and then going to get back surgery later. Oh my god. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's bad. Uh. Tell me you've never seen a woman ever in your entire life without telling me you haven't seen a woman ever in your entire life. Oh, yeah. I got that one right. Good job. I'm so proud of you, James. <laughs> uh, we could go all day about comics, but we shouldn't. We should probably end it here. What are we We've watching next time? Uh, oh, it's October. It's spooky season. We are in. We're we're in. You know, we're in the home stretch where all of our stuff is pretty much planned out. So yeah, we have our traditions. Yep, you know, it's, it's the theme month, and ominous October is around the corner, which means what do we watch, Ooh. Maria? Um, over the garden wall. Yes, but no. Oh. What what do we watch before Over the Garden Wall? Treehouse of Horrors. No, no, Maria, try again. Um, Hey Arnold? There you go. Oh, there we We've go. We've only done this three times. Listen, we watch Hey Arnold for any excuse you have, James. It's such a good show, It though. is. I'm, not, I'm just saying that it's not okay. like Ominous October is of some weird touchstone for Hey Arnold. Like, hey Ar- we watch Hey is. Arnold for everything. Uh, we did. We only watched one last season. Fair enough. <laughs> it was the ghost one. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, shoot. We forgot. Oh, Maria, how do you what's rate your it? pronouns? Oh, dang. We forgot that. <laughs> This we is why you need to stick your note. Oh my god! I have a sticky note. All right. Well, I got distracted because I have this other sticky note with my primal notes on it, and it just anyway. okay. We're fix. You know, here I'll fix it in post. Say your pronouns. Okay. Um, Maria, what are your pronouns? She, her, and he, him for me. There, I'll put it in the beginning of the episode if I remember. Uh huh. Uh huh. We don't have to be. Oh, yeah, and also, remember, we're deleting season one at the end of the year. Yes. So if you want to listen to it, do it now. Goodbye, season one. You will be remembered. You'll be remembered in all your crackles and pops. (laughs) There's still crackles and pops on your end. Get a better microphone. I don't have the money to, okay? It was actually kind of cheaper than that. What we what you got there? Oh yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, well, it's working for now. Let it work. Uh, uh, anyway, what? Oh yeah, no, I love Primal. It's great. Um, you know, ten out of ten. Four fingers, four fingers out of four fingers. Yes. I love this episode. The animation's beautiful. The character oh, so writing gorgeous. is just spot on. Um, I it. Uh, the MCU can go suck itself. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, yeah. I mean, what yeah. If, what if is... Uh, should we do a short episode just talking about the animation? What if? We could do that. We could we could do that at some point. We could. It could be like a weird Christmas surprise for people. 
Everybody will have forgotten about what if by then, Maria. They already have. Yeah, I have have you like is this is this popular, Maria? I don't I don't is, know. Like I haven't seen anyone talk about it, so I don't think so. I mean, I just like I was looking through like Disney and Netflix to to like pick mm-hmm. out something to watch while I eat. Like that is all mm-hmm. that that was. And then I started watching, and I was like, oh no. Uh, you oh no! It. I gotta get my friend James to watch this. Yeah, me. I have to show James because at first it was just the animation because like some of the dialogue, like lip work, was was kind of wonky and weird uh, and just like you didn't even point that out when we were watching it. Like, well, because there's already a lot of other stuff that eventually I started seeing yeah, that became the, the, more important in my in my mind, but like. Uh, it's just some of the animation was off too and i was like i have to show jays because i can't quite figure out but something just (laughs) doesn't feel right yeah it's very uh, uh, uh. anyway what do you think about primal maria was it a super september worthy show it was definitely a super september worthy show it was great i had a lot of fun watching it 10 out of 10 10 out of 10. What are we watching next time? Hey Arnold? Yeah, we're watching thing? another spoopy episode of Hey Arnold. Woo! Then Over the Garden Wall, we'll watch two episodes of that. Woo! We're almost done with that. Don't yeah. know what we're going to replace it with in how many years. We don't years. know. We don't know. That's, that's season six. Uh-huh. Once, well, we're at season six. We'll be so like done with this shit. God, we will be. Yeah. If we're even, if we even get there, we'll just be old, rickety people. Oh my god! I mean, the, yeah, we'll just be destroyed by the world by then. Oh uh, god! After that, we got nostalgia November, and after that, it's December, where we only watch one thing. Woo! Woo! And then we get our break for January. Yay! Thank God, that's our schedule. Hope you understand it. Schedule, schedule. Anyway, we'll see you guys next time for Hey Arnold and Ominous October. Woo. Woo.